Donald Knapp, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you. Hey, thanks for hopping on. I appreciate it. This is your first podcast with us as uh, not an employee anymore, so that's Officially, awesome. Officially, yes. Yeah. So um, as you guys know, this podcast is all around uh, achieving your, I guess, greatest potential. And everybody has a higher potential that they don't realize they can reach. So I believe that everybody can be a better person at all times by thinking bigger. And that's why this podcast is called Thinking Bigger with Kevin Feely. Now, if there's one person that is capable of thinking bigger, it's Donald Knapp. And uh, Donald recently uh, left his job here with at my company and uh, started his own very similar company. And we're super supportive of him. So uh, kind of want to share his story, how he came into the business, uh, what it was like before the business, and now starting your own, uh, some of the, the things that you're going through and just kind of sharing your story. So let's get it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So um, for me, where it all started is I was actually working at Starbucks. So I was making minimum wage, doing the barista thing, not really totally loving life, you know, and I did that for three years while going to college. I also didn't really feel like I knew college wasn't for me, but I wanted to like I wanted to keep my mom happy. I wanted to just do something. I wanted to do something. And I didn't I did. I knew college wasn't my long term plan. But I was like, this is where I have to be now. So I'd go to college. I'd kind of like half-ass it, if I'm being honest, just kind of pass um, community college, that is. And um, things just didn't work out at Starbucks, stopped working there. And then I met Kevin through my mom. Um, she knows his girlfriend, Karina. Shout out to Karina. And, um, yeah, when I started here, we – well, I'll let you tell them a little bit, but – I was one of the first employees other than our VA, our virtual assistant, John. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, so you, I mean, you were the first full-time employee. And it's funny because watching you come and work for me was great because you were terrified because you left that comfort zone of Starbucks where you were making a confident wage. Starbucks is a big brand, so you know they're going to come through. Mm -hmm. And you left that to take this random job downtown with this random guy who kind of knows your mom at the time, you know? And um, yeah, it's just kind of, you took a leap of faith, but also me hiring my first full-time employee, I took a leap of faith like that too. And I went from making, you know, the business was doing like six, $7,000 a month, and I paid you $3,000 a month, not to mention thousands of dollars in Facebook ads. My office rent was like a thousand bucks a month at the time. Um, I really wasn't making a lot of money right then. So to go from making, you know, a couple thousand dollars a month profit to giving all that back to invest it into an employee while I'm investing in the office and ads and all of that, it's just crazy to think, you know, and the beauty of this is our first month with Donald, we almost tripled in sales. And then the next month we added another, you know, $10,000 a month. And then, you know, fast forward to December of that year, we did like $45,000 in a month, which was just for us unheard of. And our margins were just the more sales we would do, the lower our margins got. So we were just making so much money. Um, and it was just really cool. So I, yeah. I, I think that what a lot of people need to understand is people are your best assets right because not only did you come in and you ran the facebook ads you did all the business stuff that i was doing that i didn't necessarily need to do you took that over so i could focus strictly on sales 
and you got to kind of experience what it's like to shadow a business owner, right? Yes, exactly, exactly. Which I think that's the best way you can possibly learn anything is to shadow somebody who's doing what you want to do. Whatever it is, shadow them. At the time, I kind of saw it as, okay, well, I'm getting to chill. I'm just listening to Kevin on calls. And this was whenever I wasn't on a meeting or had to, you know, help a client, whatever it was. If I had free time, Kevin would have me shadow him at that at, you know, when that was happening, I didn't realize how much I was really like taking in and and like even little verbiage that he'd use when he was on sales calls, I'd pick up on it and start using it with clients. So that would be, in my opinion, the best way to learn anything is to shadow someone who's doing what you want to do. I think a big thing of that too is, you know, people always talk about um, you are the five people you're around the most, right? So when I was 19 and I was hanging around with drug dealers, drug users, gang members, just like all around just not positive people, um, I was not a good person. I was not a positive person. You know, I wasn't doing positive things. And when I moved back to Boston, uh, I started hanging around with people that had money and were in business. And I got to sort of absorb that. And like Donald said, when you don't know, you don't realize how much you're soaking in until you're actually applying it. And you go, holy shit, I learned so much while I was doing that. And now I can go apply that in the world. It's crazy. But first, before any of that, you have to get out of your comfort zone and leave that shitty job that you know isn't benefiting you right? Like you left that job and that's terrifying. Most people will not do that, but everything you want is on the other side of fear. Yeah. And that discomfort, right? So like for me, it was Starbucks. It was like, okay, first of all, when I started at Starbucks, I was so scared to start, right? I was super, super introverted, super quiet guy. I was like, dude, I have to talk to people. Like I was just so scared. Starbucks helped me break through that and I was able to like, oh, I can talk to people. Like, even though I still didn't like it much, I was able to grow, but only so much. Being there for three years did not, I wasn't able to grow more than, you know, I was maybe making like 800 bucks a month at most. Yeah, part-time, right? Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like 20 to 30 hours a week. So technically part-time. But yep. even if I work more hours, like the most I can make is like maybe 1100 bucks a month. It's like, and we're in San Diego, right? Yeah. That's not livable at all. Yeah. No, that's why. Yeah. I just don't understand how anybody can do that. And it's funny because when you got out of your comfort zone to learn new skills, which by the way, if you're looking to make more money, you just need to apply more skills. And if you don't have skills, you need to learn skills because the market, if you can show people that you're worthy with skills, whether that's video editing, sales, anything that can offer some kind, somebody some kind of value, uh, you'll get paid for it. So if you're stuck at a job and you don't want to leave that job, develop another skill and move into a different role in that job. So for instance, Donald, when he first started for me, he was doing fulfillment, meaning he was launching ads, he was running the softwares in the background, he was talking to customers. Relatively easy stuff to do. And I was doing the sales. Well, then we hired somebody to come into his place, take over the uh, the fulfillment side, and let Donald move into sales. Dude, and you remember what it was like when I first got into sales, dude? Yeah, you were terrified. Bro, and I was making no money. I was making way less than I was doing the onboarding and support stuff. You know, and I, and I had, dude, there were months where I made less than Starbucks. Yeah. Working in sales when I first started sales. And I remember I'd walk to my car. At the time, I had a Honda Civic. 
Shout out. I like I like my Honda Civic, but I say that to say, you know, now I've been able to to upgrade my car and and, and it's just a blessing because I remember walking to my car. I had to I parked like five blocks down because I didn't want to pay for parking. And I was like, dude, I can't believe I like I was just so disappointed. And I remember specifically for me, you know, I look for signs. That's just the type of person I am. I specifically remember like being so down and like I was just like, is am I in the right place? Am I in the right place? And I saw like a butterfly pass by my face and I was like, you know what? I'm just whether you believe it or not, I'm gonna take that as a sign that I'm in the right place right now. And that this was maybe like a year maybe like a year ago, a year and a half ago when I first started doing some type of sales. Yeah. And now probably I probably close to a year and a half ago. Yeah, and, and not to mention, so the first couple months were rough because you were new to sales. And if you're not closing deals, it's kind of like, you know, you're a hunter. So if you don't, you don't hunt, you, you don't, don't pay, you don't kill something, you can't eat, right? Yeah. So fast forward to six months later after that, you're making six figures. You know, you jump from, you know, $1,100 maximum per month after tax at Starbucks to making what, like 10 times that. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Wild. And now you drive a Tesla. He's, he's being humble, but he, he went out and bought his own Tesla recently, which is... Uh, I don't know. It's just you had that on your vision board when you first came in here and it happened. Yeah. It's crazy. I have a journal in my room from two years ago when I left Starbucks. And for me, that that time period was when I felt like I was going through, you know, what people may call like a spiritual awakening, quote unquote. Right. I felt lost. I felt like I didn't know what to do with my life. So I just started journaling. I started meditating. And I, I would really give a lot of that credit to TikTok because my mom has always pushed this stuff on me. And then once I saw it on TikTok, I connected. I was like, wait, my mom has been talking about this. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, that guy too. Like I, wa she'd send me his videos. I'd watch him. And I started journaling. And I remember specifically, we lived in an apartment. My brother and I have shared a room our whole lives. And I remember writing in that journal, like, thank you for my new home. Thank you for my Tesla. And I forgot about it. And recently, after getting my Tesla, I remembered I had the journal. And I checked and I was like, the dates on there are 2020 and I was like, bro, this is insane. This is real. And it happens faster than you expect. Yeah. You know, Donald and I have been since we started working together, writing 21.7 million all over the office. And uh, actually Donald was the one I talked about it and Donald started writing at places, which is like, I mean, that you writing at places, which I'm, if you guys, you know, can't see it on camera, it's literally in the top corner of this board, but it's crazy because we're almost halfway to that evaluation now. A year and a half after we started talking about that. Bro, it, it almost makes me emotional, bro. I'm not even lying. Yeah. Cause, cause, like because we talked about that, right? When you came here, I told you, like, look, what you think in your mind, if you think it enough and believe it on a subconscious level, becomes real. It becomes yeah. reality. And I haven't updated this in a while, um, and I need to. But I don't know if you can see this here on the camera. So if you're listening to this, I'm going to try and describe this to you if you're listening to the podcast. But if you're watching this, this thing, this vision board here, which is like a cork vision board, has completely transformed my life. And I need to continuously update it because these things happen. Um, I wanted to spend more time in New York City. This is a, a while. Remember when I put this up? This is a while ago. And I started going there every, every three months. We went together. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
you know, 10,000, this used to say 3,200, remember when we thought we, $3,287 a day was a lot? Yeah. And now we're at over $10,000 a day collected. A day. A day. And, and that doesn't mean every single day, um, but like a majority of the days we, we go over that number. This is also an updated vision board. So the vision board that I saw when I met Kevin, it's all like it, it, it all came true. Like the watch that he's wearing yeah, right now literally the wa- was, the on Rolex, his, the was Rolex, on his vision board when I met him. The Rolex that I have on my wrist is the same one that's on here. This private jet interior, I literally went on three trips in a jet that is exactly like this. I mean, it's just like, I can't even like, I can't even describe, you know, you don't know unless you know, but when you start to realize how the universe works and how our minds work, it makes you kind of question everything because, um, I'm almost speechless because, you know, just kind of reliving what we talked about and how much of it is actually happening. The fact that this office, this huge office that we have now, we, Donald and I started. <laughs> Let him know. Let you tell it right now. Donald, how big was the first office that we, that we started in? In the same building above us. Dude, very small. Very small. We couldn't both be on the phone at the same time. We were basically back to back in this office. Uh, but that office got me started, but we always talked about there's these smart suites in the building, which are for like big companies that have a lot of employees and they're, they're huge. You know, we have, uh, my office is like four times the size of our first office, my personal office inside of our office suite. Now we have a kitchen in here. We have multiple. You use your thumbprint to get in the office. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a big, impressive, cool office. And now it feels small. It's just so crazy to think of what changes when you in, change your mindset. Yeah, in terms of like a baseline, like like could you imagine going back to the Honda you used to drive? No. Now you're looking at a Tesla Model X. Yeah. And and whatever's beyond that. And then one day that, you know, it's just like Grant Cardone always talks about thinking at a higher level, right? To one of the reasons why this is called thinking bigger because literally by what we think, we hold ourselves to a certain standard that keeps us there right like it's just crazy yeah like the way i can personally relate to that is as a kid growing up the way that i saw the world was so much different than i than i do now and what i mean by that is every interaction (laughs) that i had with people i would look at it like what can i gain from this you know i'd go to a birthday party and be like what can i how much candy can i leave with like you know what knickknacks can i buy at the store when i go with my mom like every single interaction was like I want something out of this. And then as soon as I change my perspective and I want to shout out my cousin, Eric, cause he's one of the, he's one of the people who made me realize like I need to be more giving cause he's so giving. Like I would, I would struggle giving and being like, uh, you know, I, I would struggle being that way with my own family. Like my mom who does everything for me, I would struggle like wanting and feeling good about giving her stuff. And he would always like have no problem with it. And he started to open my mind up like, yeah, the more that you give, the more you get. Like, it's true. Like, it makes sense, right? It's like if a plant is doing good for the plants around it, it's going to continue to grow. Mm. Like, the universe is like, hey, you're doing good for those around you. Let's keep making sure you do good. It makes sense. Yeah, and they say like attracts like, and it it totally does. Because when you're having a bad day and you're walking around just, everything sucks. Fuck everybody. Your perspective <laughs> is like looking. And we all have those days. Yeah. We're human, right? 
But when that happens, you don't have amazing things happen to you. Actually, you do, but you don't see them, so you ignore them. So somebody might be walking around trying to hand out free winning lottery tickets, and you would have no idea because you're walking by going, fuck these people, fuck all this, fuck that, because you, you're, you're in a bad mood. But when you're in a good mood, you see the optimistic stuff. Even when somebody's upset, you're like, ah, whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to let that guy's bad attitude ruin my day. Right. And the, the same thing is with any interaction you have in life. What I've noticed and what a mentor of mine told me is when you help somebody with the intention of just helping, not with the intention of helping to get something back, but the intention to help somebody just to help, just because it's the right thing to do and it doesn't hurt you, right? Um, it always comes back tenfold but you can't have the intention of trying to do it to gain something, right? So if you go out and, oh, I'm gonna be a nice person and donate to charity and help this homeless person get a cup of coffee or whatever, and, and then it's gonna come back, it just doesn't, because your intentions are wrong. But when your intentions are right and your intentions are so clear on, I just wanna help somebody, it always comes back. It's, it's, I can't think of a time where it's hurt me to help somebody, you know? Yep. Crazy. So. What was it like quitting Starbucks and starting to work for us? You know, what, what was that like to go from, especially when it was just really me and you, like, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think um, the best way to describe it was like nerve wracking because I, like I mentioned, being someone who's very shy, introverted, even getting on Zoom meetings with people, like, was so scary. Like, I was like, his hands I would shake before the meetings. Yeah, I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. But what happens is, like, you do it and do it and do it, and it becomes normal. Like, you get comfortable with it. You get used to it. So as long as you make the first step, you're good after. It'll eventually – if you, as long as you don't quit. That's the biggest thing. It's just consistency. Maybe it'll take you forever, take you years, but eventually it'll click if you don't give up. Yeah, and that's the thing that separates the winners from the losers, right? The, the people that are constantly starting new things and then giving up when it gets hard – they're constantly doing that over and over again. But it's the people that decide, I know that this is possible because I've seen other people do it, right? You watched me do it. So that made you go, okay, I don't know how to do it, but I know it's possible and I know this guy knows and I know this guy wants to help me. So I know that the, the end goal is this and it's gonna happen and now I just gotta figure out a way to do it. And that's exactly what you've done. That's exactly what I did when I started. I taught myself everything in this business for the most part, other than the sales stuff on YouTube. I found other business owners that were making money doing digital marketing and lead generation and software sales. And I went, okay, these guys are making millions of dollars doing this. I'm going to figure out what they're doing and I'm going to go do that. And that's the same thing with anything in life. But if you give up, which you, you always want to, Life will push you to the edge. It's a test. It's a test. And if you don't give up, there's a prize on the other side. And you have to be able to go through this crazy dark storm and just understand that on the other side of these clouds, there's the most beautiful, you know, beautiful place on the other side of these clouds. this paradise. But you have to get through this storm and you just have to understand that on the other side, it's there. And it's really hard. And most people don't. They just... They just give up. Crazy. So you came in, you left Starbucks, you worked for me, you moved from a fulfillment role to a sales role, you struggled for a little bit, and then you started making money. 
and then things started to change. So you went through uh, from making you know eleven hundred dollars a month from Starbucks max mm-hmm. to making six figures with us, and then realizing, I think I can do this on my own. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, and it, it took me a while. You know, I was in the I was in the sales role for at least a year. Um, so I mean, there was I think I think it it worked out perfectly. But just like when I was in the onboarding and fulfillment role and then realized, like, I can't do this anymore, bro, because it yeah. eats at you. Like, if you do the same thing every single day yeah. for someone else, eventually it gets to you. Eventually it affects you. You know, and some people, everyone has vices, right? But some people go to those vices really heavily to try and distract themselves from that feeling like that, like emptiness. And that's what I started getting doing sales. Like, yes, I was making good money, but I wanted more. And it's not just money. I want... I want something more fulfilling, you know, if I, I know that if I, now that I've created my own business, I can do what Kevin has done and I can hire family and friends who are in the position I was in at some point, they can start out making three grand a month. They're going to be like, holy shit, this is awesome. It's going to be uncomfortable, but those who want it can get where they want to go, you know? So like, I realized like, wait, I can do so much more if I work for myself. And fortunately I like Kevin really, he said this in the beginning, but Kevin has really been like fully supportive of this. And that's a huge reason why I've been able to, to, to make the switch. And it, it, it felt, you know, it still, it still felt, feels scary sometimes. It feels like, oh my God, like what's gonna happen? But time and time again, if you, when you're tested, if you just keep pushing, the, you know, whatever you wanna believe in, the universe God proves it to you every single time. It's like, hey, you're good. You're good. You got this. And and I think that's because of your intentions, right? My intentions for this is one to help my family, two to help other people with like you know whether it's with a job or whether it's my clients. Okay. Um. So do you remember when we started? We were in this tiny little office upstairs, which I'm gonna have uh, Carlos pop up a picture if you're watching this anywhere. But we started in this tiny little office. And we couldn't both make phone calls in the place, you know, at the same time. So Donald was having to go out in the hallway to make calls. I was, you know, it just was not doing it. We're like, man, we got to get a bigger space. So we went and looked at this corner unit, which was about double, maybe three times the size of our existing office. And we were all so excited. We were so hyped. high five in all of us moved in. We got all, you know, there was, we had like a party at the office and everybody was so excited. We went and got the green screen we tried and to the set lights. Up a studio. Yeah. <laughs> And then we, uh, we started making calls the next day and we were like, fuck, we can, it's the same thing, just a little bit bigger. Yep. So I realized that we need to think way bigger, right? Because at that point we're doing 30,000 average per month. Um, that was right around December, our biggest month. Yeah. 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 You're right. It was November. Um, yeah. Right before our biggest month, but you know why we had our biggest month is because we moved into this office week. I came down here two days after we moved into that other office and I asked the building manager to show me into these brand new smart suites, which um, I'll have Carlos just roll like a, just like a simple B roll clip of the office. And I remember we, I went down and looked and I didn't tell Donald that I was doing this and I went and looked and I asked, Hey, how much was this? And she said, a crazy amount per month, which I just didn't even think was going to be possible. And my first thought was, fuck, all right, maybe next year. And then my next thought was, why not now? There's got to be a way. 
what if I just signed this lease and figured it out? Like literally had to get on sales calls the second I signed this lease to figure it out. But what if I just push myself to another level? So I said, fuck it. And I signed the lease and we moved in. I went upstairs and said, Hey Don, can you help me move stuff? We're going to move downstairs. And Don was like, what do you remember that? What, what was that like from your perspective? For, at first I was probably thinking to myself, okay, this guy's trolling me. Cause Kevin, <laughs> Kevin's a troll. But, um, I was, I was in shock. I was like, dude, how is he taking this risk right now? I was like, are you in my head? I was like, are you sure? But obviously I was like extremely excited because I was like, wow, like I have my own little office. I was in the middle office uh, for a little while and I was like, dude, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like from an employee's perspective, it feels really good. It feels like like what we're doing is working like he believes in this, too. You know what I mean? Like it's encouraging. Yeah, it's one of those things where you'd be surprised what happens when your back is against the wall and you have no other options because like. If I can't make this work, then I'm fucked because I signed a 14 month lease. And just to put into comparison, this is over a hundred thousand dollars that we were going to have to spend in 14 months. Um, so that's a lot over your head. That's like people go to college for that amount and that's, and I'm just like, fuck it, we'll figure it out. And we did. And it was scary, man. It was scary. Cause it's really fun when you first do something like that. But when the reality of it sets in, you're like, oh, this is real. This shit is real, you know? Yep. But we did it. We talked about filling this office up, and now we, now we need a bigger office. I mean, we, we are growing so fast, and the only reason we grew, the only reason we grew is because we were crazy enough to think it and then find a way to make it happen. So I think that there's less billionaires in the world because people just don't think it's possible. Nobody thinks that's possible. It's just math. You just have to, and I'm not saying it's easy, but it's just math. It's crazy. So, yeah. So how is it starting your own business? You've, you've been doing your own thing for like, what, two months now? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, a little over a month and a half or so. Um, and you were already doing stuff on your own before that. So this kid is such a hustler. He would work a full day of sales calls with us, which is stressful and a lot of work on its own. And then he would afterwards put a couple hours in every single day, not to mention this kid's hitting the fucking gym completely religiously, not missing a day. So he's not only waking up early, getting to the office at seven, working all the way till three at noon. When he'd take his hour lunch, he'd take sales calls for his own business in that time. And then afterwards he would go do some sales calls, go to the gym, and do some more sales calls and work on his business and wake up and do it all over again. And one day he came to me and was like, dude, I think it's, I think it's time. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I couldn't go. do it anymore. I, um, well, I didn't want to, I didn't, I could, I didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. It wasn't worth it. Cause I'm like, dude, like I'm, it's working. Like what I'm doing is working. Like this hour I'm spending on my lunch break, these few hours after work that I'm spending is working. Imagine if I spent my entire day on my business. Right. So originally we had, a, I, I had spoken with um, Kevin's business partner, Nathan, and I said, Hey, is it cool if at the end of September, you know, that'll be like my last day. And he's like, yeah, that's cool. Cause I was like, let me get another check. Just make sure everything is good. Towards the end of August, I think, or early September, I was already like, no, it's I got to Yeah. And I, I came to you and said, dude, it's time. When yeah. are you going to go? Yeah. Fucking do it. Yeah. And, and it's so cool. Like watching you go out and, and, 
he has an office right next to our first office and it's bigger. It's fucking way bigger and way cooler. So the only reason I got my office, cause that, that shit's scary. That shit was scary. I was like, you know, I can work from home. You know, my mom suggested it and my mom is my ride or die. My mom is like, I go to her when I just feel like I can't figure it out. Yeah. But I was like, no, like, and she's like, I have full confidence in you. Like, if you feel it's right, do it. Yep. And I was like, yeah, I think I, I, I need an office. I need an office. It's going to yep. pay itself off. It's worth it. And it is, you know, and that's because of you. Because really? I saw. Yeah, literally, yeah. because I was like, bro, when Kevin thought about this office, he got it. And look at where we are now. Yeah. Like, there's and now no reason can... to wait and like hesitate. Just full throttle. Go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the coolest thing is once you do something like this, once you learn a skill, once you learn sales, once you build a business, you can look back on it and go, fuck, I could have done that twice as fast. Like if I start over now, we would, it would, you could take away everything from me and I'd have it back in six to 12 months like that. And the cool thing is the bad thing is if you don't dude, imagine if you stayed at Starbucks, like most people do you watching you listening, you're sitting in, in quicksand and you're, you know, that it's killing you. You know that you're at a job in a situation, a relationship that is killing you slowly, but because it pays your bills, you do it every single day. So imagine if Donald never quit his job to leave and start a sales gig. And imagine if he never went and started his own business. Imagine if he is still at Starbucks now. It's just crazy to think and, and to think of if I had never left Boston and stayed in the job that I was in, I was making great money, but I was miserable. Imagine if I didn't take that leap. And now nobody can take away everything from me. So you, 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 you take risks, you learn new skills, and nobody can ever take that away from you. It's a really empowering feeling. You'll never have to worry about money again. And you know that too. Your family's never gonna have to worry about money again. My family's never gonna have to worry about money again. It's crazy. It's awesome. So if you're in a job that you hate, learn some new skills, follow Don's story, and uh, if you're looking for a sales job, Sunny Solar Leads, I believe, is hiring a commission-only salesperson. So if you're looking to go work for Donald, uh, he'll take care of you. Hit me up, SunnySolarLeads.com. My contact info's there. Any other statements or questions? Yeah, the, um, the last thing I'd like to add is I think, you know, someone listening to this podcast, I feel like something I thought of at least is like maybe you have a significant other maybe you have kids but like it's still i still believe it's possible like just like how i was doing it like i found an hour at lunch i found a couple hours here like even if it's slow it's so much better than never starting you know yeah and there's people that leave war-torn countries with their whole family and move here with no money and shout out my grandma heli yeah like a lot yeah right and and there's so many people that leave and come to the states and it is what you make it, you know, you, you can come here and, you know, uh, do nothing and you'll get nothing. But if, if somebody can leave a place like Iran, or right now you have people leaving Ukraine or people that are fleeing North Korea and they're going to other places with a different perspective and they put the work in, they could have a whole family. It doesn't matter. Right. Like, uh, the guy that cleans offices here, right. That guy has family in Tijuana. He lives here. 
that guy works hard as fuck. Yep. Two different jobs, and that guy's going to keep leveling up in life because of that. So if you're giving yourself excuses on why you can't do that, you need to stop and realize that there's people that have it 10 times harder than you, they have 10 times less the skills than you, and they're still doing it. So you have no fucking excuse. Go get it. Bars. Love Thank you. Thank you, bro. Love you.